You are listening to the Extraordinary Events Podcast with Dr. K, episode number 87. Welcome to the Extraordinary Events Podcast, where we aim to educate, inspire, and empower individuals who wish to design transformational experiences. Now, your host, event education champion, Dr. Kristen Mallet. Hello, hello, my beautiful friends. I have to pre-apologize if I sound a little nasally or different on this podcast. In my neck of the woods here in Nebraska, it is allergy season. And as someone who has never had allergies their entire life, the minute that I moved to the Midwest, I had allergies. All right, jumping in. The last few Tuesday podcasts have been a little ranty, so they have run a little long. I always try to keep the podcast between 13 and 17 minutes, right around that 15-minute mark, and the last few have been between 18 and 23 minutes, and I want to bring that a little bit more back down. Today's topic is one that I have been spending the last few weeks really talking about, and that is designing events and designing experiences for your attendees where they're at. Now, there's a big concept that goes along with this, and this is kind of that experience arc. So when we are thinking about it, we're thinking about the beginning and the middle and the end. And one thing I think naturally as human beings we tend to do is we tend to rush the beginning and rush the end. So think about your typical business meeting, just a a work meeting that maybe you have in your organization or with your boss. You typically come in and then you're like, okay, we have a lot to cover, a lot to do, so let's get started. And then you jump into the meat of the meeting. And then at the end, you are right up until the minute or even over the time allotment. And then you're like, oh goodness, we're over time. We're going to have to pick this up next time in our meeting. And so you really are dedicating no time to that beginning and end of that kind of experience arc and journey. So one thing I've been focusing on a lot with my students and my designers and the different events that I'm working on is really accentuating that beginning and that end because these areas are so important. They're not just important for satisfaction. They've also been shown to be really important in terms of memory. So a lot of times with memory, you think about memory, you have memory in the moment And then in one, two, three years, you have your memory when you look back on things. And typically, your memory will be the last things and then any highlights that you have throughout your meeting. Your satisfaction is typically dictated by your first impression. So this is why the first and last and kind of those high points in the middle are super, super important because if your first three to five minutes impact whether you stay in the meeting, how satisfied you are in the meeting, if you have any preconceived notions in the meeting, that's really, really important. And then in terms of memory, if you're thinking about your arc and your natural ebbs and flows of your kind of hero's journey and your story arc... And then your ending moments is what you remember. These are all things you really want to accentuate. So one thing that I've really been talking to my event students about lately is designing intentionally for the beginning and the ending moments and then thinking about your arc throughout. 
Now, what does this look like? We do a lot, a lot of empathy mapping in our design processes. This empathy mapping is great because it does help to inform the overall event design concept, and it does help to inform the change in behavior you're looking for within your attendees. But it's also really, really important because it helps to clearly define that starting point, that entering behavior. Because we really have to think about our attendees where they're at. Now, I think a lot of event designers do this really well in terms of saying, what is my change in behavior, your entering behavior, and your exiting behavior? But really, when it comes to the event design, we're kind of lumping it all together. Like, okay, all the people come in at this point, and then they're all leaving at this point. But how does that arc within the one day, five days, 10 days, however long you have these attendees at your event? And I think that that's really a missed opportunity. I think a lot of event designers plan for the change that they want, but they don't necessarily get down into the nitty gritty of the exact flow. It's typically an open, empathizing activity where you are sitting there saying, okay, it's your modern icebreaker, and then you have tons and tons and tons and tons of content, and then maybe you have an ending keynote. Again, there, that ending point is not really defined. You could have an excellent ending keynote that has lots of little golden nuggets, but if you don't actually design that ending experience where people have a chance to talk with each other or to integrate that information or to make a plan for themselves, is it really an effective ending point or is it just more content that's strategically placed there? So we've really been focusing a lot, particularly on this one event that I have coming up uh, here in two months. We have this large event with hundreds of people and it's really unique because it's a shorter Zoom meeting type of event based on what that organization wants. But then we have some pre-contact and some post-contact, and we have some different mailers that we're thinking about. And that kind of extends that event, right? We think about how events are part of the marketing plan and how we have the opportunity to extend our events beyond just when people are in our particular event situation. And this is one of those key moments. When we think about the event arc, we also tend to only think about when they're actually live with us at the event or logged in with us at the event. And though we all understand that touch points happen before and touch points happen after, are we truly designing those touch points to be integrated with the event? It's cool that you get an envelope that's all mysterious and maybe it's an abnormal size or an abnormal color. Maybe it's you know filled with curiosity and mystery. But is that truly taking your attendee where they're at in their life, empathizing with them where they're at, and helping them to mentally prepare for your event. Maybe not. It is really great marketing. It is really great to get your mindset into the intrigue and then you're super excited about the event. But is it mentally preparing them for the experience that you're about to have with them? And the answer to that typically is no, which is super, super unfortunate. 
And then say you don't have that opportunity for those pre-mailers or, uh, you know, if, if your budget doesn't allow for some of those, though there's always online touch points. Say that your event is a capsulated event. They log in for six hours or eight hours or they're there for a one-day workshop. How do you accurately design for that? Where you're truly empathizing and taking your attendees where they're at at the beginning, dedicating that beginning time, not jumping right into the middle, and then dedicating the ending part. Frequently, when I'm working with corporate leaders and association leaders, they say that that's wasted time. That's time they could be using to fill with more content, more interaction, and more learning objectives. But I'm always sitting there saying, if you are not meeting people where they're at and fully embracing them into your your experience, then they're not going to be ready to actually receive any of the information that you're presenting. They're not going to be ready to actually engage and interact with your experience that you've worked so hard to design for because they don't have that moment to separate to separate from their work and their family. To them, it might be clicking another link, clicking the next link on their calendar, maybe showing up to the hotel down the street or the venue down the street. They don't have that that actual ability to truly disconnect because you haven't designed that for them. How can you design and claim that time at the beginning of your event and the end of your event to be very intentional about meeting people where they're at and designing an experience to get them prepared to engage with your experience? And then how can you take the time and claim that time at the end of your event where you can work with those people where they're at then at the end of the event to incorporate all of their experiences, to reflect on them, and to make a plan to apply it to their life when they leave your event. Extra bonus points if you can set up some accountability for that. Some of my favorite activities to do in one-off events is to have the last part of an event where people exchange business cards, and then in 30 days, they're supposed to check up with each other to see the progress made on their goal. Extra fun. Not everybody always does it, but it's that extra added element of just some accountability and some design and making connections while also getting valuable content and transformational changes. I hope that when you're designing your next event, that you think about this experience arc and that you claim that time at the beginning and end of your event and design it with intentionality not just for the purpose of your event, but for the purpose of your attendee and where they're at in their life to get them adequately prepared to engage with your event. Until next time, I wanna thank you all so much for taking the time to make the time. I'll talk with you soon. Thank you for listening to the Extraordinary Events Podcast. Stay tuned for our next episode.